Welcome to today's teaching as we continue with our Old Testament study. I am Chris Oram. Today, we will begin our study of the book of Joshua. If you have been following us thus far in our study of the Old Testament, you are aware that we ended our study of the book of Deuteronomy with the death of Moses. But before Moses' death, he successfully passed the baton to his successor, Joshua. Let us now join our teacher, Dr. Ruth, as she offers an introduction to the book of Joshua. Welcome, praise the Lord. This is Dr. Ruth. I am very glad you are joining me today as we continue our study into the Old Testament books. If you have been listening to the podcast thus far, you are aware that we just finished the book of Deuteronomy with the death of Moses. And in Deuteronomy chapter 31, Joshua was officially assigned or Moses officially told the congregation of the Israelites that Joshua will be the one to succeed him to lead them into the promised land. I hope you remember all that. So today, praise the Lord. I am so excited because we will begin our study of the book of Joshua. This is the introduction of the book. So let us go over some introductory points that are absolutely relevant to set the stage before we get into the teaching in the book. So uh, what are the main points or main gist of the book? It is a narrative about the leadership of Joshua who succeeded Moses to lead the second generation Israelites into the promised land. As you recall, we talked about uh, this in the book of Numbers. The first generation Israelites all died in the wilderness with the exception of Caleb and Joshua. The first generation died because of gross disobedience to God and they rejected God's plan for them to go and possess the land. And God in his faithfulness had raised up the second generation Israelites to go and possess the land, the promised land, which is modern day Israel. So if you recall as well, we were introduced or we have been introduced to this brave man, Joshua, throughout the uh, ministry of Moses. Joshua was the aide to Moses. Joshua was appointed by God to take over the baton from Moses. As I said, we went over that in the book of Deuteronomy, specifically Deuteronomy chapter 31. Joshua was well prepared and extremely experienced being alongside Moses throughout their time in the wilderness. And if you recall, we talked about this in the book of Numbers, out of the 12 spies that Moses had sent to go spy out the promised land, only Joshua and Caleb brought a positive report. So this man, Joshua, was extremely well prepared for this task to lead the uh, children of Israel into the promised land. So this book records his leadership, leading them 
into the promised land while staying obedient to God's leading and guidance. Okay, so the gist of this book, to summarize, is the leadership of Joshua, a very strong military leader, a very strong spiritual leader as well, who stayed faithful and obedient to God as God led him step by step throughout the conquest. So that was the main gist of, of the book. Getting into more details here, the book, in a way, is divided into two major parts. The first part of the book begins from chapter 1 all the way to chapter 11. It covers the instruction or instructions God gave Joshua to prepare to get into the promised land. And Joshua in turn turned around and gave the instructions to the Israelites to be ready. And it further discussed how the Israelites, under the direction of God, crossed the Jordan River on dry land and how they conquered Jericho, Ai, the Amorites, and other Canaanites' land. So that covered the first 11 chapters of the book, if you will. Then the second part of the book, beginning in uh, chapter 12, all the way to the end of the book, we will learn how the uh, land that they conquered was divided among the 12 tribes. And the book ended up with Joshua's farewell speech and his death. So who was the author? It is obvious, I have said this, the author was Joshua, except the recording after his death, which most Bible scholars agree that the high priest, Phinehas, who was with Joshua as an eyewitness, wrote the last part of the book after Joshua's death. So where was the setting Canaan, which is modern-day Israel today, all right? And the original audience was the children of Israel back then, and today we are the audience as well, because as Bible-believing Christians, God is speaking to us as well through this book and throughout the entire Bible. There is a lot we will learn here. So I came up with five major themes out of this book. The first one is success. God's master plan coming to fruition. We will learn how God was really the one winning this battle for the Israelites. The Israelites were facing major nations who were well-prepared, lands that were well fortified and the Israelites had to really rely on God's faithfulness, his guidance and direction as he led them step by step through the leadership of Joshua to, to win and, and conquer the land. So the first main theme is God's plan was successful. The second main theme is God's faithfulness. We will learn how God I have said this throughout this podcast, and it is a quality and a character of God. God is consistent and God is faithful. We will see and learn God's faithfulness in operation in this book of Joshua. God was so faithful. He is still faithful. He made a promise to Abraham in Genesis chapter 12 that he will bless his descendants. And obviously his descendants were the nation of Israel 
all of us, all of us, including myself, yourself, we are all descendants of Abraham. God made that promise to Abraham in Genesis chapter 12. And we, we will learn how this came into fruition. God, God stayed with them and brought them into the promised land. The third main theme is that of obedience. We will see Joshua's submissiveness to God. We will learn how obedience, as it is written throughout the Bible, and as I have always talked about, when we obey God, God is bound to lead us into prosperity, to lead us into the best ways to live our lives and to, to just engage in life. Obedience is what pleases God. When we are obedient to God, we will see godly results. We will learn how Joshua was so obedient to God, so submissive to God, so willing to seek advice from God. He was so successful primarily because of his obedience. And he was successfully leading the second generation Israelites into the promised land because he stayed obedient to God. How applicable to us as leaders, when we are obedient to God's promptings and his word, we will become successful leaders and our followers will be blessed in return. So we will learn that in this book. The fourth major theme we will learn here is Joshua's leadership. I had already mentioned this, and I will mention this over and over because it is worth mentioning. There is a lot we can learn from this character, Joshua. In fact, he is my favorite Old Testament saint. This man was so brave, so one or single-minded, focused onto the Lord, and he was so successful. Don't we all want that? I know I do in my life. I want to fulfill God's will perfectly in my life. And the best way, the only way to do that is, is to remain obedient to God's prompting, obedient to his word. So in Joshua's leadership, the main quality here is his obedience to God. We will learn how he was a brave, brave military strategist. He was very humble. Obedient, like I have said, submissive to God's planning and willing to seek advice. So that is the fourth main theme of this book, Joshua's uh, Leadership. And the fifth and last main theme I came up with was the conquest of the promised land itself. As we will find out as we proceed here through the teaching in the Old Testament, during Joshua's era... The nation of Israel was so successful because, of course, their leader was superb. He was a fine man of God. So he led them correctly as unto the Lord. And during his era, they conquered the land. But after his death, we will learn that the Israelites were unable to conquer all of the land as promised to them by the Lord. Going way back in Genesis chapter 12, they were unable to conquer the entire land. But again, during Joshua's era, a lot or some scholars even say the majority of the land was uh, conquered, even though not all of it, because they became stiff-necked people again, disobeyed God, and God's judgment came upon them. They were not able to conquer the rest of the land. We will talk more about that as we get into the book. So that is all I want to say 
with regards to the introduction of the book of Joshua. So I hope your hearts are opened and you are ready to learn from this courageous, courageous saints of God, Joshua. We will learn the importance of obedience, the importance of meditating on the word of God. We will learn how when we as God's children obey him, we meditate on his word. That is when we will see godly results in our lives. So I just want to pray right now in the name of Jesus, Father God. I pray that everyone who is listening to me today, that their hearts are open. Holy Spirit, our teacher, I pray that you will teach them. You will teach them how to apply the principles we will learn from this book into their lives on a practical day-by-day -day basis so that they can enjoy godly results because it is your will that we prosper in every area of our lives. But until we can learn to obey you, it will be difficult for us. So we come to you in the name of Jesus with an open heart. Holy Spirit, teach us. We are ready to receive and we ask all this in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And everybody says, Amen.